You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome into Locked on Bulls, part of Locked on Podcast Network, your team. Hey, I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. It's right there at the bottom of the screen. You can follow my co-host, Big Dave, at Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. And you can follow us at Locked on Bulls. And of course, that text and voicemail line is always there for you, our fellow Bulls fans. And that number is 331-979-369. We're going to get to some texts, fresh text messages in that inbox later in today's show. We're going to kick things off. With a look at the Bulls' big win, the Bulls' big win, Team USA's big win in their exhibition against Argentina. First game with Zach in the starting lineup, first victory for Team USA. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> Today's is episode not. is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Moment coming up later in today's episode. Well, Big Dave, uh, we're recording this uh, on Wednesday, and we're uh, live mm-hmm. on YouTube. Shout out to anybody watching on YouTube right now. And by the way, if you're listening to this in your podcast feed and you haven't found us on YouTube yet, go subscribe to the Locked on Bulls YouTube channel so you can see <laughs> my ugly face and Dave's beautiful face. Uh, <laughs> Big Dave, Mr. Mr. Beautiful Face, how are you, buddy? Hello, sir. I mean, I'm not going to deny that I have an absolutely wonderful face, but you know, you shouldn't be throwing yourself under the bus on that, sir. You have a very rugged, handsome face, man. It's hard to be friends with people as attractive as you, Dave. It really is. <laughs> this makes me feel really bad about myself. It should make you feel good. Because, you know what I mean? You're rolling with me. You just make you feel good, bro. You're hanging out with me, and it's all good. So by that property, you know, I take your beautifulness and put some of it on me, and you can have some of mine, too, and put it on you. And it works both ways. That's just how it works, man. I'm I'm riding your beautiful coattails for the rest of my life, man. That's my plan. <laughs> I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> so, Team USA, can we all and can we all take a quick chill pill? They have a dominant 108 to 80 win over an Argentina squad that is not a squad of scrubs. Argentina ba- international basketball has always been respectable. Uh, They're maybe in a bit of a dip down right now compared to some really elite level Argentina squads in previous Olympics and previous World Cups. But okay, first things first, shout out to Luis Scola. That dude is 41 years old and still swole as hell and is balling. He gave our pal Zach Levine a tough time in the post a few times last night. My goodness. Yeah, as he should, because he's bigger than him and stronger than him. So he should be giving him a tough time in the post. But it is impressive, though, Matt, because to play that long and to do it in two different leagues, you know, to do it in the NBA and then to do it, you know, in the EuroLeague and do it internationally, that's impressive. And he's still a vital piece to that team. And I believe, the as the announcers are saying, they're, they're like the fourth best team in the international play going on right now. So the fact that he's on that team and still contributing to it at 41 – Man, shout out to him, man. He's doing his thing. Hey, old man River, zip it or I'll break your head. Right. But other than, you know, the uh, collective, oh my God, mind blown of NBA fans watching and realizing that Luis Scola is still playing competitive basketball, the story was Team USA finally getting its act together. Um, Jason Tatum, late scratch from the starting lineup, a DNP because of uh, a bit of a sore leg issue. 
and Zach Levine gets his spot in the starting lineup. Levine, mm -hmm. who was, uh, I would say, fairly timid, uh, not necessarily in a bad way, but clearly looking like someone who was just trying to be a team player, make the right, right reads, make the right plays, not play hero ball, and really focus his efforts on the defensive end through the first couple yes. of games in exhibition. Looked more aggressive offensively, not only for himself, but getting his teammates involved. Zach finishes with 15.5 dimes in mm. addition to three boards of steal, only one turnover. Uh, also got to the free throw line, four or five at the free throw line, and a plus 26 in his 24 minutes. So give it up, ladies and gentlemen, for our Chicago's All-Star, Zach Levine, who looked darn good leading Team USA to victory last night. He looked great, Matt, and... You can honestly just look at him and say he's the reason that you won the game. And I we can we can we can joke about it because we're Bulls fans and you know all that that but getting down to the basketball side of it, he is the reason. <laughs> you came in and immediately, like you said, the fact that he was getting done up by Scola, but he didn't mind switching on Scola. He did have a great steal uh after getting that three-point bucket that he got. Um and he just added fire and he added that that energy to the team. Can we talk about that dunk that he had? Towards Ooh. the end, man, when he Ooh. when Draymond Green hit him with the pass and he took that whole soul when he dunked on everybody. Oh, damn. He's he has the play for USA right now in all three of these games. That is the play. That is the one that everybody's going to talk about and everybody's going to see. So, no, it's all about Zach Levine and what he did. And I honestly don't see how you go back to uh, Jason Tatum and let him start after Ooh. when he's in there. You play him, you lose, you go 0-2. And he's 0 for 6 from the three-point line and doesn't look comfortable. Honestly, he just would get the ball and he was just gunning. Zach Levine came in. And Zach Levine, like you said, Matt, he was trying to fill the role. He was like, what, did this, what does the team need? They need me to play defense? Okay, I'll do that. They need me to be an agitator? Okay, I'll do that. They need me to be the point guard? Okay, I'll do that. They need me to score? Okay, I'll do that. He just did whatever they needed for him to do. Whereas Tatum, and just in the two games I saw, was like, yo, I'm chucking these shots. Like, that's what I'm about to do. I'm going to chuck these shots up, and that's it. I'm not getting no rebound. I'm chucking shots. And Zach right. looked like he was ready to do everything to win. So I don't see how you go back, honestly. So, I mean, I, I, if I'm hearing you correctly, you think that Zach should take that starting spot over Jason Tatum. And yeah. look, may, maybe part of the reason Tatum was playing poorly in those first couple of games is because he was playing through a nagging injury, and maybe sure. that's why. And, and if that injury is continuing to bother him, and that's the that's the production that he yields playing through whatever that injury or ailment is, then yeah, he's not the real Jason Tatum, the 100% Jason Tatum. And maybe, as we saw last night, a fully healthy and fully functional Zach Levine is a more useful piece to put into that lineup. The, the other hiccup then becomes the question for Greg Popovich of when these NBA Finals conclude mm -hmm. and Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday and Devin Booker join mm -hmm. this USA squad, all three of those guys who would theoretically be ahead of or level with Zach Levine in the backcourt slash wing spot rotation, mm -hmm. can Zach Levine still keep himself um, ahead of those guys or at least keep himself in the rotation because he has been with the team since day one and, and is maybe in some ways earning Greg Popovich's trust? Yes, and I think you just said hit it with that last part. He's earning his trust. When when Popovich talked, and we talked about it on the show, when he was talking about Zach Levine, he said, well, one, he wants to be here. Uh, that was step one. Like It wasn't that he's a great athlete. It was, like, it was like, no, one, he wants to be here. He wants to play for me. 
and he wants to do whatever I tell him to do. So you've already adhered yourself to the coaching staff right there. Two, the players enjoy Zach Levine. They know he's great, and we'll get into that in a little bit. But they know what Zach Levine can bring to the floor. And three, you saw it yesterday. It's all I'm saying. You saw how it flowed yesterday. It was a flow to that team, and it just looked smooth. As Matt, as what he said, Jack Black, Lucy Goosey, baby. Lucy Goosey, It was beautiful <laughs> to watch. Hello, you got a bass. You got a bass. Rimmy, me, 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 Okay, all right, sorry. <laughs> That's going to happen from time to time. I'm telling y'all right now. It's going to happen a Those lot. Those of you who aren't aware, occasionally Big Dave and I will just immediately stop what we're doing and go into School of Rock riffs. Yeah, because it's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. It's that good, and there's nothing it's you can do about it. Good. It's that good. It's that good. But yes, with Zach Levine, man, I, I just I just love the way it looked. Like Everybody kind of felt like, it kind of looked like everybody kind of knew their role. Now, I'm not going to give it all to them because obviously they were playing for something and playing for some pride. And they kind of looked more like a team yesterday, especially within their ball movement and how everybody was getting a touch and how they were doing. But you can't deny what Zach brought. And you can't deny that his scoring increased, his assist increased, you know, everything increased when he got a shot to, you know, being in the starting lineup. So, again, when you play that well and you finally win a game, why would you change that and, and go back? And speaking of the great game Zach had, you brought it up earlier, Dave. The Michelob Ultra moment for today's episode goes to our very own Zach Levine for that absolute vicious poster of a dunk that was the most USA basketball is better than everybody else kind of moment we've seen through the first three yes. games. And it was Zach driving baseline with an absolute hammer. I, I can't remember what the name of that Argentinian player was who got postered, but I I feel sorry for him because, oh, my God, quite Vince Carter, USA dunk levels right. of in-game dunks. But, right. like, respect to Zach. That was the moment of the exhibition games so far. That Michelob moment. Uh, join in on the fun using hashtag ultra moment, not just for the USA Olympics, not just for these NBA finals, anything in the world of sports that you're watching and tuned into on social media. Use hashtag ultra moment it's only worth it if you enjoy it only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories joy creates success enjoyment isn't the end game it's the whole game at big right. dave you got to assume that not only zach levine but his teammates for team usa were enjoying the hell out of that dunk that is your ultra moment hashtag ultra moment congrats to zach goodness goodness gracious Hashtag. Um, it was beautiful. Draymond Green doing this when he dunked it, like his hands went up, like, it. oh my God, it was incredible. Yeah, I love it. So, speaking of Zach Levine's teammates enjoying what he's been doing, 
Um, mm-hmm. We are going to get into some some mailbag stuff here. Um, and, and our first text message is going to kick off a conversation that we also wanted to get to um, just because it was an interesting thing that we heard about Zach Levine from one of his USA teammates earlier this week. So this is a text from the 269 who said, is it financially uh, is it financially possible for the Bulls to sign or sign and trade for Lonzo, extend Levine, sign Bradley Beal next season, finish out their roster with complimentary pieces? Seems like Beal and Levine may be getting along, and that will be a hard team to stop on offense if it happened. Thanks to the 269 for that question, and that is our jumping off point for this big, Dave. Bradley Beal loves him some Zach Levine. If you recall, multiple instances when the Bulls and Wizards played last season, he was advocating for Zach Levine to be an all-star. He was mm-hmm. saying that dude is an all-star, hands down. You know, he he gets my vote, a lethal scorer in this league. That dude is an all-star. Um, and so we've already heard some praise from Beal towards Levine. Uh, earlier this year and then this is what Beal said recently when he was talking to the media for Team USA quote pure talent he is an underrated guard in our league all of our peers know that that boy is good he said also I love going against him too because we know each other's moves we know each other's counters and so on one of the things he said about Zach earlier on last season about Guarding Zach was, he called it hell. He said it's absolute Mm. hell trying to guard Zach Levine one-on-one. All of these quotes from Beal ooze respect. And you see him and Zach having these moments as Team USA teammates, and the mind starts to wander. Not only our texter, he's not the only one thinking about this right now. Beal has another year and then a team option, uh, or or, I'm sorry, a, a player option he could theoretically become an unrestricted free agent in the summer of 2022. What sure. say you to all of this? I say bring it on. I want to go to there. Feed me more. More and more of this. Yes, you take Bradley Bill on the team. And Bradley Bill, it's funny because you remember when they signed Billy Donovan, who was one of the players that actually got on Twitter praising Billy Donovan in the Bulls signing? Of one Bradley ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Yes. So just like Kevin Durant was praising this Bulls team, uh, Bradley Bill has also been doing the same thing. And the fact, again, um, um, again, people, I must say it again. This is why it's important to have a seat at the table. This is why it's important because these discussions can now be had face-to-face between Zach and Bill. And not just face-to-face, over the next, you know, few weeks and months, they get they have to talk to each other about it, and they get to bond with each other, and speak to each other a little more, and eat with each other, and get to know each other, and like, you know what? I think I might like playing with these guys. When this all gets sorted out, I think you and me should get an apartment together. I remember when we, when we were talking to Kendall Gill about this one time, Matt, and he was saying, you know, just money is important, and I asked him how important is comfort. For NBA play, he was like, it's extremely important. He was like, money's good, of course, and you want that, but you want to be comfortable in where you land and where you play. Bradley Bill saying these things just lets you know he is comfortable coming here. He is comfortable with your coaching staff. He's comfortable with your star. Why wouldn't he be comfortable with the fans? He's not changing colors. 
Like he's doing, he's going from red to red. <laughs> Come mm-hmm. on over here and do that, man, and have a good time. Can you imagine Bradley Bill and Zach Levine on this team together, Matt? The foolishness that would go down as far as scoring is concerned. I don't God. care. Oh my goodness, man! Like you kind of they saw could, it. In they being, could combine for eighty-five every night. Like every on night, any given night, they could combine for eighty-five to ninety points. It's not illogical to think this. <laughs> like, it's not. It's it's. You can really see that happening. Just watching them run a play together in Team USA uh, yesterday when Zach was at the top of the key and Bill kind of cut and he found him for the nice little land. Even that just warmed my heart. Like, they're looking for each other. Look at this. This is good stuff. I like what I'm seeing. So, yes, this is big for me that Bill is praising Zach. And And quick point, Matt, that he said, all of us know that he's underrated. We all right. know this. Basically saying all the real scorers and shooters and stars in this league know who Zach Levine is. We see in his game, and we know it, and we respect it. Oh, doesn't that just make right. you feel good? And, and you know, NBA players are aware of stats, and they are aware when certain milestones, historic, statistical landmarks are, are reached because everybody tweets it out and tweets at them and says, hey, look at this cool thing you just accomplished. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, I was watching an episode of that whole uh, Bulls TV X's and O's thing, the, the new mm-hmm. one that's about the, the Bulls win over the Pelicans this past season where Zach and Kobe became the first teammates to hit eight or more threes each in the same yes. game. And yes. we I remember we learned that stat together that night during postgame, and we were like, how has that never been happened before? That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Stephen yeah. Clay never did that. But so when those yeah. things happen, players know about it. And so mm-hmm. when you had Zach Levine being historically efficient offensively this season, he knew that his peers knew that. When you were talking about his shooting splits and his true shooting percentage and his points per game scoring and that being a list of like him, Steph, Kevin Durant, and Larry Bird, and that's it? Like, mm. how, how would his peers not acknowledge and respect that? The mm. media still might be, oh, he's not a winning player. It's like, hey, neither was Devin Booker until you got him some quality veteran leadership slash all-star talent with Chris Paul and... His his big man center, DeAndre Ayton, finally showed up to the party. Mm-hmm. Everybody Booker was a loser, too. And got some help. And everybody <laughs> said, oh, my God, bow to the feet of Devin Booker. That could be Zach in a different parallel universe already. So it's nice no to hear facts. that kind of, of praise being heaped upon him and respect from a teammate um, and an NBA superstar like Bradley Beal. Now we have to get okay. to the uncomfortable part of this extra question. Which Uh-oh. is, is this financially feasible? <laughs> there it is. There it is. That's the problem, ladies and gents. So let's just put aside for a second the fact that for all of his time in Washington, if Beal leading into his player option at the end of the 21-22 season was thinking, ah, you know, I, I think I might go. That like if he knew that before the deadline for this upcoming season, he would tell Washington to not leave them high and dry so they could get something for him, right? Mm-hmm. That seems right. logical. Yeah. Putting that logic aside and saying, hey, whatever they, they keep him through, and the Wizards just hope upon hope upon hope that they keep him and sign him to a new contract, he opts out and hits the free agent open market. And then the Bulls are a team that could call and say, hey, l- let us pitch to you. In that scenario, the option he would be turning down for the 22-23 season, 37 and a half mil. We specialize in making stacks on stacks on stacks on stacks. That 
22-23 season would be the first year, theoretically, of a new Zach Levine contract, assuming they don't renegotiate and do extension kicking in at the start of the 21-22 season, which is less likely given Zach's desire to get what he's worth. Right. Then you're talking about Beal looking for north of 30. Certainly, if even if he's willing to like, hey, I'll take a discount to come play with Zach north of 30. Zach Levine, certainly somewhere 25 to 30. Mm-hmm. And then also, by the way, you got Vooch under contract in that 22-23 season right. for upwards of $20 million as well. Vooch is under contract in 22-23 for $22 million. His contract mm-hmm. numbers are going down. This was 26. Next season is 24. The final Vooch year is 22. But so okay. right there, you're talking about theoretically 80 $85 million for three players? What's the rest of that roster going to look like? This is sort of a health insurance yeah. situation for yeah. us. So, yeah. you know, frankly, you don't even really have to pay us at all. No. <laughs> Legally, I have to pay you something. But uh, minimum wage, maybe? Minimum wage? Are you kidding me? <laughs> that's, that's great. That's, more than we that's a government salary. All right. right yeah. yeah. Well, you drive a hard bargain. Yeah. The job is both of yours. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations to you. Well, you know, the whole time you were talking, the only thing I had, the only question I had was, when is Patrick Williams up for a contract? Right. That's all I care about. Like, when is he up for a contract? Because honestly, I think everybody else is kind of interchangeable in my head uh, as far as who we could get and the talent that we could find. Um, and I don't mean, and I don't even mean that disrespectfully to Kobe, uh, but I do, but I've, I probably value Patrick Williams a little bit higher. Uh, because of what he can do uh, on both ends of the floor. And like I said, no disrespect to Kobe. He's great. But that money's going to be a thing. That's a lot of money. Like Matt just said, <laughs> I like the fact that you used 85 twice, one in points and one in money. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, mean, I, I find that impressive. And it's very true and very telling. So, yeah, we, you want to get this done. But how can you look at an NBA player and see him turning down $37 million. That is a lot of money to turn down. We watched Melo walk away from the Bulls, you know, for uh, just a couple million more. You know what I'm saying? Or even a, a 20 million or 30 million more. It was a few million. He was like, nah, I'm going to get this money. So, like, telling a guy, yo, yeah, let's shave you down to 30 and you could get, get 37. So, I think it also is going to factor in, Matt, if he wants to win because he's never really been on a winner. Um, he's in Washington, you know, he's been there his whole time. So he's never really been on a true like winner. I don't remember if he was on that team that went to a conference finals with John wall. Um, but I'm assuming he was there, but yeah, but he's just never really been on a constant contender. Him, Zach, Vooch, and Pat will are constant contenders to, I'm just talking about not for finals contention. I'm not saying that I'm saying just constant contenders in the playoffs, first round, second round, contenders to get to to an Eastern Conference final. So it depends on what he really wants, man. But, you know, at the end of the day, man, player wants his money, bro. $37 million is a lot of simoleons, my friend. It is. It, I mean, it's not as much as, you know, teams are paying CP3 and Russell Westbrook right now. But it's, yeah. uh, it's a non-trivial number. So, <laughs> you know, like seeing Levine and Beal play together would be obviously a lot of fun. 
you True. would have some questions about that team's defense, which is, you know, probably another reason why you were saying, let's also keep in mind we need to keep Patrick Williams around because that's who's got to guard our opponent's best player every night. Correct. Um, Correct. And he's, you know, he's going to be up for, for an extension on his rookie deal right around mm -hmm. the same time. We're talking about a potential Beal free agency. Right. So um, it's a lot. It's a lot of people that need it's to get paid. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, I don't I don't know about you, but if if they want to spend – 75% of their cap on three all-stars. I'd be willing to take, you know, the 12th, the 12th man spot or, or the 11th man spot. What about you? Like, dude, give me, give me the, give me the, you know, half of Archie's contract to minimum, whatever, whatever NBA contract that is. I will Bill Murray it up. I will put on a jersey, sit on that sideline and be the best darn teammate slash cheerleader they've ever had. First of all, I've seen him in a Bill Murray jersey. And let me just say, he is ready to sit on your sideline. Let me just say that right ba, now. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this picture. Hey, perhaps I could be of some assistance. He's got a free throw in him, ladies and gents. Like, he's got to get in there. You got you got a 30-point lead or you're down by 30? Matt, Matt will get in there, man. He'll get in there and do it for you. A couple fouls, a free throw. Oh, uh, assist, I, can, I don't think you'll get a rebound. I can rack up fouls faster than Chris Dunn, baby. <laughs> that's impressive. Now, that's impressive, ladies and gentlemen. You hear that? This is Chris Dunn we're talking about. This man gets fouls every two minutes. He picks up three fouls. That's not like, an exaggeration. Uh, <laughs> it's like that, that old uh, game show, Name That Tune. It's like, oh, I can name that tune in, in five seconds or whatever. I can... It's like Chris Dunn's like, I can foul out in three minutes. I'm like, well, you know what, Chris Dunn? I can foul out in one and a half minutes. Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> foul that out. <laughs> foul that out. Wrap it up and foul it out. He's out of there. <laughs> um, that I mean, obviously, when you see all of this kind of stuff as a Bulls fan, it does excite you. And mm -hmm. like, th this is pie in the sky stuff that we're talking about. We're not saying it's sure. super realistic sure. 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 that sure. a year from now, Beal will have opted out, uh, had not been traded. And we'll just be an unrestricted free agent who comes to the Bulls, takes a meeting, and says, "Yep, here I am. Let's go." Right. I mean, I would put the odds of that happening right now somewhere under five percent. But mm. because Zach Levine is wearing the same jersey as Bradley Beal right now, it is suddenly five percent instead of negative a hundred percent. So you're telling me there's a chance. Correct, correct. Which is what we're used to. Right. <laughs> but that's important. And again, seat at the table. This is what you get. And oh man, just the fact that they get to hang out together, Matt. And the, and I can just see. And this is me in my head. This is my dream scenario in my head. Him and Bradley Bill just sit playing cards or something out there. And then KD walks by, like, "Hey, what are you guys doing?" Like, "Yeah, we're playing cards. Yo, you want to join KD? Sure." And they come in and they all play. And then Zach just says. You know, what are you guys planning on doing in the next year or two? You know, you, you still, you know, want to stay where you guys are at? And then the conversation would just start from there. It's a snowball right. effect, you know, would be then, in the back of his mind. Two weeks after that game of cards, Kevin Durant, my next chapter. It's got a Bulls <laughs> logo across his yeah. chest. Let's do it, that pose. baby. Let's do it, man. It can happen. Uh, speaking of let's do it, uh, we'll get to some more text messages in just a second, but... First, we got to tell you about Bet Online. I've already got my bets in for game four of the NBA Finals tonight, oh, Big Dave. Ready sure to go. Do. 
We're going to be watching this game together in a matter of yeah. hours. We're recording this Wednesday yeah. afternoon. Um, I got a same game parlay that I'm pretty stoked about. <laughs> you can make all of your bets on the and anything else, MLB, NHL, UFC, and MMA action, all of it on betonline.ag. Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as you have only, at most, four games left to bet on these NBA finals. And boy, what a awesome and entertaining opportunity to place bets it is. If you think you know your NBA hoops, go sign up for an account on BetOnline. Make some bets about Bucks and Suns coming up tonight. Game four. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with promo code locked on when you make that first deposit. So sign up at Bet Online, put 100 bucks in your account. They'll give you 50 extra dollars to play with when you use promo code locked on. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Yeah. Yeah, Big yeah, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would you like to tell our fellow Bulls fans about rockauto.com? Matt, it would be the pleasure of my life. Now, this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Now, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now important for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Now, why endure the pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while a person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, they're spilling coffee on the floor, they donut is falling out of their mouth, and you don't want to go through none of that stuff. You know what you could do? You got a computer at your house, so here's what you do. You go in your computer, you log in, you get on there, and you go to rockauto.com. It's right at home. Or you can go in your pocket and pick out your phone and do it that way, too. Save time, save money. Why... Spend like up to 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto part needs. And go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And, and just a secret between me and you, some secret between me and you, you write in, locked in, in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know that we sent you. That's what you do. Write that in. Tell them my man Matt Pagan Big Day sent you. It's going to be awesome. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com That's how we do it. That's how it's done. I have you never... <sighs> Recent research has shown that empirical evidence for globalization of corporate innovation is very limited. And as a corollary, the market for technologies is shrinking. As a world leader, it's important for America to provide systematic research grants for our scientists. I believe strongly there will always be a need for us to have a well-articulated innovation policy with emphasis on human resource development. Thank you. I have never wanted to shop for auto parts online more in my life than I do right now. And I tell you what, I don't even own a car right now. <laughs> hey, shout out to my man, Brandon. Who hit me up on IG and was like, dude, your rock auto spots was amazing. I was in my office losing my mind cracking up that. I thought it was great. Like, good. Go to Rock Auto and get you some parts then. That's my <laughs> man. <laughs> uh, speaking of people who are a fan of Big Dave's work, uh, going back to the text line, just uh, a comment, not anything necessarily Bulls related, but the 609 said, uh, one of my favorite duos is splitting up. This right, this is right up there with the outcast breakup. Luckily, I love Big Dave. You guys have the perfect balance. So good job, Matt. 
Thank you. I will always take credit for just asking Big Dave to do this with me. Uh, way to take me to the top of the mountain, push me off, and catch me with Big Dave's wings. Well done. Um, all right. And, and he does finish off with a little bit of bull's nugget here. He says, anyway, I want to keep Kobe and Pat. Sorry, not sorry. Um, so really? I'm glad I'm glad that you are glad that Big Dave is here. I agree. Big Dave's wings have caught me several times when I've been about to fall off. Of. Um, okay, what do you think about this, Big Dave? We've been talking a lot of potential trades for the Bulls, trying to get a third star to play with Zach and Vooch, whatever it may be. And we are looking at a sit where because of the Vooch trade, draft capital is limited. And the two most desirable pieces that we could dangle in trades are Pat and Kobe. Yeah. This texture here is saying, I don't want to trade either of those guys. Right. You and I joke, and, and our, you and, uh, and our buddy John and I joke about who's untradeable and who's not. Um, John Self, when he was still the executive lead executive of this organization, said, mm -hmm. Michael Jordan's the only untradeable player that's ever existed in the NBA. Um, mm. you, you can agree or disagree with that sentiment, but I, I don't see Pat or Kobe as untradeable if it's right. going to get you closer to championship contention by bringing in elite talent to play with Zach and Vooch right now. How do you feel about that? If you were willing to, or if you had to part with one, you could do it. What about parting with both? Well, yeah, let me agree with you first. Yeah, nobody's untradeable uh, on this team. Um, you, I don't want to trade Zach Levine, but if you're offering me up, you know, elite superstardom for that, yeah, you know, you could be traded. So nobody is untradeable. It's just you don't see logically what somebody could logically offer you to get Zach Levine. Let me say it like that. Um, Patrick Williams, no, I don't want to trade Patrick Williams at all, and I don't want to trade Kobe either. But if I had a choice, I would trade Kobe. Um, because Patrick Williams, man, it's just something that I see, you know, and I don't and Maybe that's what it is, man. That I don't fully know what it is yet. And I kind of think I have an idea who Kobe is and, you know, what he can be. Um, I think he he has another level to go to as far as his point guardom. And that's not a word, but I made it up. This is, yeah, I think he has another level to go to as far as that is concerned. I think he'll get there because all he does is work. That's it. He works in the gym, get, trying to get better, trying to be a better basketball player. And you saw him get better from year one to year two. So I don't see why it would be any different for year three as far as uh, Kobe's concerned. But Patrick Williams, his getting better is just all mental. It's nothing physical in his game that I look at and say he needs to work on that, you know, to, to be this and do this. No, I just need him to get out of his head and say, dude, take 20 shots. Like, <laughs> like you, you literally have everything I want and everything I need. Like, just believe in yourself and go out there and do it. So You're that's more I so what it want is. It. <laughs> Yes, yes, man. yes, yes. But, I am <laughs> yeah. All right, continue. It's important that he hit the yeah, like y'all understand. That's important. <laughs> but, but he he just has to believe that, and I see all the skill and on both sides of the floor that he has. Kobe, I know is going to get better. Like I keep saying, I know it's going to get better. But for me, it's still a position of need. His position that he's playing is point guard. That's the main number one position that we're talking about, right? Mm. When we talk about getting some wings, Matt, we're not talking about getting wings to come in here and start. We're talking about getting wings to help bolster our bench. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? To help Because we're like, no, we good with the starter. 
we know who's starting right. right there. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I think he's a little more tradable. Do I want to? No. I don't want to trade either one of them. I like both of them. But if it came down to it and I had to make a choice to get the point guard that I want, I I reluctantly would trade Kobe. I would. Right. So, you know, a, a couple of would you or would you not that we'll just knock out right now. Would you give up Zach? Uh, Zach, would you give up Kobe and P-Dub for Ben Simmons? No. Would you give up P-Dub and Kobe for Dame? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. I, I want to keep Patrick. I want to keep Patrick, but God bless it. Yeah. Like this Dave Lillard and Zach Levine and Vooch on the team, man. Like, good God. Like, come on. That's insane. That's insane. It's if, insane. If Beal goes <sighs> to the Wizards and says, hey, I'm going to walk, so trade me, would you trade it and give up P-Dub and Kobe for Bradley Beal? No. No. I wouldn't trade Bill. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. No, no. no. Even knowing that there was a, you know, uh, understood agreement that Beal, after finishing out the back half of that season, would then re up and sign to stay in Chicago. You still wouldn't I would do, do this that. to be mad. <laughs> no, I still wouldn't do it. I, I still wouldn't do it. And and I'll tell you, listen, because Bradley Beal. I mean, I'm sorry. Damian Lillard has done things I've never seen done <laughs> ever on a basketball court, and it just blew my mind. And Bradley Beal is incredible. This man can score buckets. You hear me? But, dude, Damian Lillard is special. Like, it's just special, man. It, God, I will always err on the side of special. Always. I will always err on that side. And that's why I would, yeah, I would, I would give that up because I'm like, I'm getting Damian Lillard. This is insane. I'm getting Damian Lillard in the East? Yeah, I'm getting Dame, dude. That's great. Bradley Beal, incredible. But, dude, I would. I can't give up him and Pat for for Brad. I, I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Oh, sucks. You uh, that 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 explains why you're such good friends with our pal Fred. You're you you're always on the side of people who were special. Um, <laughs> our our friend. I really thought friend, that was a basketball thought. I, I am naive Fred enough. Was, I'm so naive was, enough to believe that that was a basketball special. thought that was coming out. <laughs> I really am. I really thought you were going to say, oh, yeah, your friend felt the same way about the trade. Nope, that was my fault. I blame myself. That was on me. I should have been real. I left my chest open and that hit me right in it. How did you not see where that was going? Come on now. I did not see that I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I took some screenshots of his tweets after the, the USA's second exhibition loss that I can't wait to go back and show him and show the world. Boy, y'all oh. love. <laughs> Pop, Pop, Pop's an old, yeah, Pop shouts and he should resign. The game's passed it by. Like, get out of here, you old windbag. Just just hilarious <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. You so love this. <laughs> you so love it. It brings you so much joy. It's one of my, one of my favorite things. Uh, all right, let's take one more text message and then we'll get out of here for the day. This one comes to us from the 630. Uh who says, I'm hearing the Bulls can get Lonzo by taking on Bledsoe's two-year remaining contract in okay. a sign and trade for Lowry Markkinen. For contracts to match, we would probably need to send a combination of two of the following of Sato, uh, Aminu, and or Thad. I assume mm -hmm. Pelicans might want a second rounder uh, in addition. What do you guys think? Um, 
So, you know, we did talk some Lonzo um, earlier this week because there were some reports that the Bulls, the Clippers, are a couple of teams reported to be interested in his services and that the Pels will not match a significant offer sheet for Lonzo. Uh, what do you think about this particular hypothetical, Dave, that involves taking on Bledsoe's contract and giving up two of the three of Sato, Aminu, and Thad? Uh, I could hear. I could hear the Thadric Johnson stand. Hey, don't you dare! How dare you? I'm sorry. I'm, I made a mistake when I said, you know, he was untradeable. <laughs> like, I heard people in my head, like, how dare you forget about the greats? The wonderful, the man. Shout out there, young man. He's an awesome guy. Um, So you're saying two of those three between Aminu, Sato, and, and Thad, but two of those three? Right. right. And you've okay. got to take on Bloodstone contract. Okay. And, and, and Lowry goes in the sign-and-trade with that, right? And Lowry goes in the sign-and-trade. Uh, and for okay. the record, the remaining years for Bledsoe, 18.125 next season, 19.375 the year after that. Hey, man, shout-out to his agent. Good God. Excellent yeah, yeah. job. Excellent uh, yeah, job. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I have to give – I can give you Aminu and Sato and Lowry, to, and I have to take on Bledsoe. Okay. Yeah, and just to get me him, yeah, because Bledsoe don't have to do nothing. Listen, and Bledsoe, listen, Bledsoe's better than any point guard I have on my bench. So, so yeah, I, I can take Bledsoe and, on, and I'll be okay. I think Billy Donovan will know when to play him and where to use him because Bledsoe's one of those guys you have to know when to put him in the game and when to use him. Kind of, kind of how I like talking about your boy Denzel. Like you have to know right. when to put him in the game and when to use him because if you're just starting him and letting him do free for all, he's taking shots from half court. You got to like, get that. The coach needs the the vaudeville cane from stage yes, left. Just yes. get out of here. Like you got to pull him in. So yeah, Bledsoe can still be serviceable. He can still you know help your team. Um, he wouldn't hurt us because he's, he I wouldn't be dependent on him. I would right. like him if somebody, you know, if if God forbid an injury happens, I wouldn't be mad if I'm like Bledsoe had to play, you know, a couple games and then, you know, we go back to it. I wouldn't be upset about that. But just the fact he's making that kind of money is is hilarious. And I respect him for it. Shout out to him. But so, yeah, I would do it. I would do that, Matt. I would do it. Yeah. Here's, here's the other wrinkle in there that makes taking Bledsoe's contract a little less gross. And I just now pulled up his spot rack uh, site. Sure. He, he has 19.375 in the 22-23 season. Uh -huh. It's only partially guaranteed for a shade under 4 million of that 19 and change uh becomes fully guaranteed uh end of June 2022. So mm. theoretically you could only need to stomach his 18 you know 18 and a quarter million 20 uh 21-22 next season. And then pay him four million to go away if you're trying to make some big moves in the free agency summer of 2022. Yes. Oh, that. Yes. So everything that that all adds up and sounds super logical and very very basketball smart. And that would help the people who think just basketball and people who actually just think numbers. And you know, like yeah, both of them will be pleased on that because if he's not doing nothing, then buy. Four million is nothing to pay somebody to, to go away in this NBA. That's nothing to pay somebody to go away. So, yeah, right. Um, I, the, the one hang up here I have is that I just, you know, I really would hate to see Alfred Amino go. I mean, he's just done so much for this ball club since he got here. Um, that would be a really, really, really tough loss. 
mean, I've, I mean, how many times did you just forget he was on the team? <laughs> I mean, it, it's going to hit me even harder than the auto trade, man. When auto <laughs> left, I didn't know what we were going to do. Oh, oh auto might end so up in productive. Dallas. God, <laughs> might man. end up in Dallas. I, I, I think back to when Jordan and I were doing off-season episodes a year ago and talking to everyone about Otto needing to be in this team's starting lineup and that, you know, as excited as we are for Patrick Williams, but if Otto's healthy, you start Otto at the wing because mm-hmm. he's the best two-way player you have, sadly. Mm-hmm. Best two-way player you have yeah. when healthy. And I kept harping on that and harping on that and harping on that. Not – I'm not knowing why I thought he would actually be available and serviceable because he never freaking was. Never. So that is, that is one that I will own up to. I, a never. year ago, I was like, play Otto all the minutes. I don't know why I thought he would be there. Didn't know. It's okay, man. It's all right. I, we, you know, you did Washington when we made the trade. The Washington Wizards crew told us exactly what he was. <laughs> he was exactly what they said he was. Exactly to the T. They said it. He'll show you something. And you'll be like, "Wow, this guy's amazing. He looks great out there." And then you won't see him again. <laughs> that's how they, exactly how they. And that's exactly what he did when he showed up. Them first six, fifty-six or fifteen game, Matt. We were like, "Yo, this dude. This is yes, this yeah. guy." Ah, we yeah. won this, and then he went to sleep. Oh, you mean you mean the same month where Lowry averaged twenty six and twelve yes. when yes. Otto showed up and the Bulls and ball was just going all over the place and everybody yes. looked good. Yep. Oh, what a month! I will. A, I will uh, never forgive him for that. For that one month where we thought Lowry had arrived. Yeah, and I was like, all he needed was someone who could pass him the ball in good spaces. It's not even a point guard; it's just someone who knows how to play basketball. <laughs> it was a dude who just said, "Hey, you're tall. Hey, you should have the ball down in the post because you're taller than the person who's guarding you." He averaged twenty six and twelve. And then Otto was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I, I, I can't be here." Um, <laughs> as as our pal Sabine would say, playing basketball is Otto Porter Jr.'s sixth favorite thing. Yes. <laughs> It used to be his fifth. That was his sixth. Dude, you don't even know he did it, dude. You don't even know he doing anything in Orlando. Like he went down there and then he was immediately hurt. He did exactly right. what he's done everywhere he Which, goes. He went down there. Uh, and got a little peek beh- behind the curtain of our text thread, the Outsiders text thread. Sabine mm-hmm. sent us a link of some like Mavs blog site earlier this week that said like Otto Porter Jr. is exactly what the Mavericks need. Yeah. And John said narrator. He's not. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not, man. Everybody falls for it. So don't feel bad, man, because it's not just you. <laughs> Everybody right. sees this potential, and they fall for it every single time, man. So don't feel bad. It's not just it you. Would be, it would be really tough for John to get Otto off of one of his teams and then see Otto arrive at his other team. You and I want to see that because oh, we oh. want to see John lose his mind. Oh, I can't. You, that's my favorite say mine. It's, it's when he loses his mind. Oh, man. Playing next Hashtag to his polish Otto Porter Jr. Yes. <laughs> Dude, see, seeing him next to his sweet baby Luca, he won't know how to act, man. He, 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 mm. oh, John would not be a happy man, and it would be pure comedy gold. It will. It absolutely will. Uh, speaking yeah. of which, uh, hopefully we're going to have John on our Friday episode. So be sure to tune in for that. Uh, bringing mm-hmm. our guy Sabine back into the fold for a guest appearance. Um, until then, uh, check out the latest. If you haven't listened to the Mark Janowski interview on Bow on Bulls, Big Dave's other podcast, go listen to that. It's really good. Um, also, 
uh, our main man, Stacy King, who has given me the hot sauce with that very one and the same Mark Shanowski. They had Mark Price on for their most recent episode. Uh, you know, part of the Oklahoma Sooner family with Stacy King, their lifelong friends, uh, one of the greatest shooters in NBA history. They had Mark Price on their their latest episode. That was a really good. Listen, I listened to that earlier today. So go check that mm-hmm. out if you are starved for more NBA and Bulls related content. Uh, thanks to the sponsors for today's show, Michelob Ultra. That hashtag ultra moment goes to Zach Levine's nasty dunk for Team USA. For Bet Online, go place the bets for game four of the NBA Finals. Today. And Big Dave, what was our other sponsor today? RockAuto.com. Yeah. Uh, hey, thanks for listening. Yeah. To Locked On Bulls for my co-host Big Dave. I'm Matt. See red. Be good. Peace out. <laughs> Kitchen appliance, name against the two. Who is this thing do? Keep the fresh. Well, that's a fresher.